Welcome to Swimming with the Fish, where tonight we will be looking at how high you fly your double standard and search for that little bit of hypocrisy in all of us. Good evening. I am, as always, Crutch, and I am here tonight with my two partners in crime, The Chief. How are you tonight, Chief? I've been writing lyrics, as you well know. The Chief is uh, is fancying himself as a young urban musician tonight. And uh, the goon, how are you tonight, goon? I imagine you've probably got a little smile on your face right now. I, I have a big smile on my face. First of all, does that mean that Chief has taken over my role as the artist? Ooh. No. No. Well, mm, no. no. <laughs> let, let me... And if you're questioning it, still no. <laughs> There's a heck no in there. That's about as strong as we get on this show. Wow. Okay, well, I'll, okay. I'll, just, I'll just let that go. Yes, I am, I am delighted to be here. Do you know why that is? No, pray tell. Oh, what did I say? Lo, those few weeks ago when the whole, shall we call it, the, the kneeling episodes... Uh, uh, kind of cranked up. Oh, what, yes. what did I say, gentlemen? I, I await. I await what you remember. Uh, okay, so I'm old and I barely remember your name. You said when it when it hits the wallet, you're going to see how fast they turn. I did say that, didn't I? Yes. And I was right! See, you got all these players out there who think, my God, you know, the owners like uh, Robert Kraft and uh, Jerry Jones, they, they linked arms with us and they really they really care about us. Okay, guys, you know what? This isn't even, a, at this point, it's not even about the issues. Whether I agree with them, disagree with them, you've been duped by people that don't deserve you giving up uh, your, uh, uh, your lives for them no matter how much they're paying for you. These guys, are they're awful. They're terrible. They don't care about you at all. And you're learning that this week because now... Uh, ratings dropped another 18%, so that's 12, mm. 15, and 18 in the last mm. three weeks. Just mm. saying. Now, now the uh, the Lion media keeps saying, wow, it's better than it was last year. <laughs> I don't see how, because we're fast approaching zero, and zero, that's a pretty bad rating, isn't it? Yes. Well, you know, there's a little story. I, I, I caught something on Fox News, uh, their morning show. Um the money that the NFL gets is based on a promise to the advertisers that you get a certain share of the audience. Now, I'm not a TV dude, but they did talk about getting a 10 share, which I guess is 10% of the audience or something something like that. I think so. Okay. Well, <clears throat> this week's football games got a 7 share. That would be bad. That is, you promised me 10 people, only 7 showed up. Uh-huh. So... While the money is good now, because, you know, they pay ahead of time for later on in the season, the for the playoff games, the advertisers are going to come back and say, we're not going to pay the ridiculous amount you're asking for because you can't bring the people to the screen to see my wonderful ketchup ad. Exactly. And once, once these uh, reptilian life forms called NFL owners saw this... And, and uh, you know, just in case they're listening, that's you, Robert Kraft. That's you, Jerry Jones. That I, I, you know, my contempt knows no limits. Uh, Chief, he sounds a little upset. I, I would like to hear why. Well, Jerry Jones told the Cowboys, you know, now, now he's losing real money. Well, we can't have that now, can we? Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 boys. 
well, I'll stand behind you, you know, until it, until it hits me in the wallet, then screw you. Everybody's standing or you ain't playing. Everybody mm-hmm. understand? That's good. How's that working for you, players? How does that make you feel? That's got to be, that's got to be horrible. It's a terrible betrayal. Again, right, wrong on the issue, I don't care. You said you supported these guys. You said you had their backs. And you lying, cheating, backstabbing people didn't do it. Oh, wow. You know, uh, 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 you're costing me money now. Right. Um, it, it is interesting that, you know, um, we were told that, you know, this was all about freedom of expression and there's no specific rule about this, that, or the other thing. And yet the, you know, the... Uh, what is his name? Goodell. Thank you. Yeah, Roger Goodell. Um, Roger sends out a note to all the owners. Hey, make sure everybody stands this week because, you know, everybody's pocket is hurting. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I stopped watching NASCAR because the governing body would change the rules almost weekly. Like, things that were perfectly legitimate early in the season were not. If like you, you have, have to a... be in a car or something like that? <laughs> well, no. I mean, literally things like, you know, um, specific measurements for specific um, parts of the vehicle would change. And, you know, whereas you could have the spoiler this level or the, the air duct this closed off, which let's not get into the technical details. All of a sudden, now you're getting penalized and losing points. And when you don't have a constant set of rules, you end up with a product that people question. And you know they were. Ch- At least most sports don't change the rules in the middle of the season. I stopped watching NASCAR because I got tired of trying to figure out well what is good and what's bad and is that legal or not. The players really should have been told, you know, up front as soon as Mr. Kaepernick did it, that is unacceptable. None of you do that. But they weren't. So it is kind of a hole of their own digging. I agree. Well, much like the Titanic, you can right the ship before you hit the iceberg, or you can go full steam ahead. Woo-hoo. Let's see what they do. Well, well, I think I know which way they're going, but you know what? That's not the way they're going at Albright College in Reading, Pennsylvania. I heard about this. Yeah. Their uh, freshman quarterback knelt during the national anthem. He's been, uh, what word did they use? He has been dismissed from the team ousted. Thank you very much. Good day to you, sir. I say again, good day. <laughs> the, now, now to, to be fair, um, the team is who ousted him. The team leadership, that is, other players on the team, had made an agreement with the school that they were going to kneel during the coin toss. As soon as the coin toss was done, and the flags came out, the little person went out there to sing the national anthem, everybody up on your feet except for one individual from unfortunately my old hometown of Norristown, Pennsylvania he decided well you know uh, this is how I feel and of course he's a freshman which means officially he doesn't know anything Uh, he now knows the fact that he's not on the football team at the college anymore yeah I'm Uh, I'm suspecting he's gotten that point and, and, and he was hoisted by his teammates so this isn't him being oppressed by the man. He was oppressed by the men. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, look, I'm really worried about the NFL. Uh, I'm not. Because... <laughs> and, and why is I, that, Chief? 
because your team is the only one that's undefeated. Yeah, and see, th- which makes it all the worse. For I me. know. So, so you poor guy. As as uh, as Spock eloquently put, they're dying, Jim. And as Jim said, let them die. So, <laughs> thank you. So wow. basically, all the teams are on Praxis, and we don't care. Yes. Well, they blew up their own lab. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that's uh, enough of the Star Trek references. We uh, pretty much lost about forty percent of the audience. <laughs> I, uh, um, you know, the players are going to feel betrayed. Again, right, wrong, indifferent. I don't think anybody should have to feel that way, and it and it just it it does make me angry. I think that the uh, the owners they they got no courage. Oh well, I have a conviction, you know. Until it hurts me in the wallet, then the hell with you. Can I say that? That that is the way it always is, though. And if you've looked. At, I mean, <clears throat> we can go even to the movie Scarface, where you think everything is going all right until you're shot by who you thought was your best friend. Those are the ones who are. Uh, if, if you put all your eggs in one basket, then then that is what happens, and that is what they did. They they thought, well, these guys are going to look out for us. You know, we are special people, not realizing that everyone is human. And when you get up to that level, much like. Uh, some of the, uh, I guess, things that we're going to discuss later on, you'll notice that when it comes to him or me, it's always going to be him because it ain't going to be me. Right. Yeah. Uh, Crutch, was it you and I talking about there's a baseball player, I, I, I don't recall <coughs> who, who um, was asked if he was going to like take a knee or, or anything like that during the upcoming season. Maybe it was even during the uh, playoffs. And, and he said, no. Because I need baseball more than baseball needs me. <laughs> That's that a lesson. Is a very educated position to take. That that yeah, that was not uh, Mr. Kaepernick, <laughs> who's now going. Well, well, if you hire me, I'll stand. Yeah, you know what? You you got to go home, sir. You're 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 done. You got your consequences. You, you know, now stand up, that... <laughs> stand up and be a man. Mr. Kaepernick has got. Sir, oh, sir, sure. There you are. <laughs> Um, he's got a couple of, uh, of, of strikes, pardon the misboarded quote there, um, reference. Um, first, he had a contract. They offered him a extension to the contract. He turned it down. So he didn't get fired. He quit. That's that's yeah. number one. Yeah, now he wanted to be a free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now he's really free now. As in, doesn't cost anything. <laughs> um, the, the other strike... <laughs> he has is that when that story came out about him you know hey I'd certainly be willing to stand if somebody will take me on the team um, it turns out that was wishful thinking on the parts of a sports reporter who never got a quote <laughs> and Kaepernick's girlfriend came back because I guess she likes living out of a trailer um, and said well no no he never said that and it's never been you know his position to change his stance on whatever blah de blah de blah but um, well, that would be good. I mean, you know, I know it's not turned out the way he'd hoped, but if you still believe what you believe, then stick by it. Well, it is true. I mean, you 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 know, I I've had a, a number of people that I have disagreed with, but principled disagreements are are perfectly reasonable things to have. Oh, yeah. And if you stand by principles, then then you can at least be admired <clears throat> for. Sticking to your guns, I guess. Okay. I mean, to be honest with, hmm, tell I'm me sorry, what I, what is he 
protesting. Well, he in particular was protesting what he believed to be the um, enormous dis- um, discrepancy in police shootings of people of color. So when when people gave him facts that that wasn't the case, then what was he protesting? I never said that he had to believe in the truth in order to have principles. I mean, we can talk about all the people who believe in climate change, you know, principled people who believe that the climate is human's fault. Some of us don't believe that it's human's fault. You know, um, you don't have to believe a truth in order to believe something. Okay, well, I still state that it this this is like what people theorized when the president was running. The anthem was going and Kaepernick was listening to something else, didn't realize it, and was sitting and was like, oh, snap, how do I play this off? And it's just spiraled out of control from there. Okay, the conspiracy theory I heard about why Kaepernick first sat down was he wasn't performing. He was sure he was going to get bounced from the team. He figured if he pulled this stunt then he could claim this was the reason they bounced him from the team. And then, uh, you know, get public sympathy. I did look up some of his uh, stats in the last two seasons, and, um, I mean, they're yeah. certainly way better than what I could do, but, <laughs> man, that's, that's setting the bar pretty low. I mean, he, I, was, he was really coming in. Um, you, you know what, sir? I, I, I apologize a little for beating up on you on this, but... Um, you were kind of at the bottom of the statistics. Kind of? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You know, you know, you know. I don't know the guy. What if he's a nice guy? I, I don't want him to necessarily feel bad or, or go into some sort of a tailspin. But but the the talent that is apparently necessary for <coughs> that wasn't there. Well, according to his adoptive mother, he's a disgrace. So I, I don't know how good you can be when... The people that wow. took you in when your own parents left you, because uh, I know that I know people like that. So it is—it's just absolutely amazing. That is like, for what he's saying, from the things that I've been reading, that it is a, a white problem in a black man's world. But literally, that is what saved him and gave him the opportunities that he has. So, are you going to complain to someone who reaches into the water? to grab you up. Hey, you pulled my hair. Well, that was the only thing I could reach to save your life. Well, you know, I'm going to have to sue you because you pulled my hair. Don't okay. we all know that we're, you know, we could find a story in the news of that exact kind of incident? Indeed. Yeah. Well, it's, indeed. Well, I, again, again, I just want to hear you guys say it for the for the N-L. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goon. goon. Go ahead. You were, you were right, Goon. You predicted it weeks ago yeah that's sweet thank you i cede the rest of my time to you fine gentlemen (laughs) he's gonna go off and enjoy adult beverages now and we're gonna have to like hold the whole show together without him (laughs) you just hear me humming in the background (laughs) Mm -hmm, i'm right Mm -hmm, i'm right (laughs) this is gonna be interesting we'll have a soundtrack for the show kind of cool it is almost the end of the year it was bound to happen He had to be right at least once in 2017. Wow. Wow. That, that stings a little bit there, uh, Chief. 
I mean, 26 episodes, this is, is going to happen eventually. <laughs> and I didn't even make a color joke this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I this to show is early. We're, yeah. we've got, we're just in getting started, folks. we got lots of material tonight. <laughs> and obviously, we're going to be adding some. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we can move on to how the media has been portraying certain comments and reactions. And I guess I'll... First up is vulgarity. So if you want to get out of the way now, Goon, you can just unleash. Or we can go into what we have. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead, I'll try to be good. We're going to save the, your mom jokes for later in the show. You know? <laughs> All right, well, as as we, as many people know, and I know the, uh, the Hillary camp was, was waiting and hoping that when the... Uh, audio came out of Billy Bush and Trump talking about what uh, people allow you to do when uh, when you're rich mm. uh, that was, there was immediate admonishment from everyone including the vice president the current vice president who wasn't at the time but he was like you know you know this this kind of behavior is uh, uh, unacceptable just mm-hmm. and and of course uh, Trump broke that, that, bro that would be that would be the vice president who bolts for the Colts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, well played. But as, as you know, uh, you know, snitches get stitches is, is <laughs> what we, you know, what, what I grew up with. So when Trump said that Clinton has said much worse, okay, number one, we all knew that. <laughs> you didn't have to say it. And number two, you, you can't deflect on that. You know, it's like, well, I only punched her after he kicked her. So, you know, it's not as really? bad when yeah. I did it. Yeah. And I mean, she's already down. <laughs> you, Come you, on. can't, you can't do that. But... Yeah. So, Nor do we suggest you punch or kick anyone in this. Just want to get that out of there. Yeah, period. This is so, one of the three of us. So, the, the point is, everyone was on it. It didn't matter whether you were on his side or you were not on his side. Even his, his own wife was, you know, like, if she could have slapped him on TV, probably would have happened. I'm, yep. I'm sure he got. I'm sure there was some slapping going on later. <laughs> but now, crack. He, what were you thinking? Crack. Well, large, he, he was large, angry that. Slovenian words. Yes, and they sound like you mean them too. But now we move on to the the current disgrace of America, which is Harvey Weinstein. Where I'm sorry, who was that again? Because his name is being erased faster than we can say it. In fact, well, we need to say it like three or four times just to get it back on the internet. Seems to be fading from my notes here, even as you speak. <laughs> the words disappearing like uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> this this man. Mm. For years, they have made jokes at at the Emmys and things where he's accepting awards from starlets mm-hmm. on on how you know maybe now they don't have to pretend to like him or do this that and the other, and. It's now, you know, regardless of the reason why the people came forward, the point is they came forward, he's not denying it, which means that this, you know, excuse for a human being has been doing terrible things to people using his position of power, and he's given, the people he's given money to uh, have taken their sweet time to say anything except, well, you know... He's just misunderstood. And have you heard anything from Clinton except, boy, I hope he didn't videotape that. You know, that's about the only... 
because I, I don't know um, if he has a cameo in it or what. You uh, so so the people that he gave money to you you a fan of Warren Zevon, Chief? Uh, I don't know who that is. How about how about you, Crutch? Warren Zevon? Werewolves of London. Right, right. I'm thinking here that well, he's I mean he's just an excitable boy. I'm sorry, who what? You you don't know that song. Then oh. we can't go into what it says. Go go listen to it and you'll you'll see the reference. Or or don't. You know, we don't we, <laughs> we don't tell anybody what to do on this show. That's true. Well, Is we that new? To make up their own minds. <laughs> well, okay, we don't tell the You audience. guys tell me you guys tell me what to do all the time. What you are we talking about? You don't count. Well, one, we tell you where to go, not what to do. <laughs> Two, you never listen. <laughs> Okay, well that's fair. Well, no, um, it what what kind of really irritates me, and I don't know why because we we become so jaded and cynical we almost have to expect it. We expect our politicians to be, you know, gutter snipes and 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 swamp creatures. Um, we we try to get out of the political morass by enjoying things like football and enjoying things like going to the movies. But unfortunately, you know, the political tendrils and the partisanship has found its way into both, and I'm finding fewer and fewer avenues of escapism. Um, luckily, I, you know, there's still millions upon millions of books that have already been written that I can still read, you know, without having to worry about somebody injecting their personal psycho-political babble into yet another crevice of my cranium. Um, but with regard to Mr. Weinstein and the people who are now coming out, so the New York Times, they know about everything they've written. This all broke with the New York Times article, I guess, about a week and a half ago, somewhere around there, right? Yep. I think okay. so, yeah. The New York Times has known about this for decades. Now, you ask yourself, well, why didn't they, you know, do one of those wonderful, you know, Washington Post, Watergate, great undercover journalistic integrity, we're going to go catch the bad guy kind of stories. Yeah, yeah, look at this guy. He's running a real live casting couch. Right. Two reasons. One, they are partisans, and he's part of their team. Okay. And when it comes to partisans, you know, they, they're birds of a feather. That really doesn't matter. And, and the worst thing is, you know, there are ideologues and partisans. Ideologues have a particular view on a particular subject, and, you know, they're, they're true to the story. Partisans, hey, we stick with our team. And then there's the worst of the worst, which is what these people all are, which is the partisan ideologue. That's the guy who's going to stick to his gang, must be defended so that the agenda can be defended, but even... If the gang violates the tenets of the agenda, we're still going to defend the gang. So, you know, you get all of those anti-war Democrats out there who still supported Obama, and he's bombing the living crap out of Syria and Libya. Eh, perfectly okay. When it comes to Mr. Weinstein, the reason the New York Times didn't go after him, two reasons. One, he used to have enough money to sue them out of existence. He doesn't anymore. So, you know, they, they kind of were circling around the carcass. So they're basically hyenas. Yeah. Well, surprise. The other one is, he's one of the biggest donors to the entire abortion rights pro-choice movement, which, of course, is, you know, the, the holy altar of the left. You know, anything that, that forwards that agenda, 
you know, you you are willing to turn a blind eye to everything else this person does because he raises millions of dollars for Planned Parenthood and other pro-choice causes. But um, that's because he needs those starlets to use birth control, so he doesn't get into too much trouble, I guess. There you go. But now, of course, now the story breaks, and all of a sudden, all of these people whose careers are already established—I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow's career is completely established, right? So she can come out and say, oh, Harvey did horrible things when I was young. Hmm, why didn't you say anything then? Oh, because you needed him to continue in his position of power to get your career going. Whatever reason you want to use to justify that, you know, that situation. My argument is the people who are coming out now and saying these things happened decades ago. Had you said something decades ago, Maybe some of the people in between when it happened to you and now, it wouldn't have happened to them. And maybe those people didn't have the stellar careers. Maybe their lives were just completely ruined. Well, there is the audio tape that came out with whoever the uh, person, that that model who was, who was complaining. So, that's number one, there's no denying. Number two, the certain people did try and they were silenced for one reason or another. Or I shouldn't say silence. They were encouraged not to con- per- to continue to pursue it. And, you know, one of the reasons why he's not the super rich person he was anymore is because if you look at how many settlement payouts that were not an admission of guilt, but mm-hmm. I just don't want to, you know, <laughs> there's, there's probably enough DNA still at the scene of the crime that, <laughs> that I will not be able to, <laughs> to pull this I, off. I, I can't count them on one hand, but I can count them on yeah. two. <laughs> He should have listened to Bubba burn the dresses, fella. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he didn't follow his own advice, so. Well, I mean, luckily for, for Weinstein's uh, detractors, none of them ended up in Fort Marcy Park. Well, that's true. Yeah. You mean they got depressed and committed suicide. That's what you mean. <laughs> Two shots to the back of the head, yeah. Yeah. Well, they were really depressed. <laughs> I know, really depressed. <sighs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Don't need any visits in the middle of the night, okay? Just saying. Just saying. So we, uh, so we have the big story, and of course now uh, today, let's see, today is the eleventh, and this morning we hear, you know, that now he's on the road to redemption because he's now checked himself into some European sex holic clinic of some sort, where you know he'll he'll spend some time. I don't know what they do, and don't want to know. I guess he was. I guess I figured it was over because, as you said. He's got a lot less money now. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot less power now, and he pretty much looks like a big overdried turd <laughs> with with cotton fuzz hanging off. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, hopefully everyone's eating dinner before listening to the show. <laughs> I I humbly apologize to any dinners I may have spoiled by my uh, my somewhat enthusiastic comments. Well, you know, one of the things that I've never understood. Mm. Oh, when you go to a rehabilitation center, mm-hmm. you you are with like-minded people there. Mm-hmm. If you're with, you know, alcoholics, then you can't have alcohol. Mm-hmm. But if you're with sexaholics, then that's a recipe for disaster because anyone can become a potential avenue of release. <laughs> wow, so I saying- never even thought about that. So, so you don't. So, so sexaholic therapy is probably one on one with a glass screen between them. 
Uh, no, and uh, Mr. Duchovny, uh, that's how his uh, situation started falling apart. Oh, that's right. And the the X Files Duchovny? Yes, yeah. I, I followed more him like for the a triple X Files. Yeah, that's, it, it was the X X X Files because he was he was with uh, 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 someone. It, it was his first marriage, her second, and and when when I was seeing why it failed, it's because he. <laughs> if, if much like Schwarzenegger, if it was available, he took it, and he did not have the the looks or uh, I say forward motion of Schwarzenegger, which is wha- how he he probably got that ten year old son. Because I, I I really I still to this day can't understand when you have multiple people that would love to be your concubine. You're just like, well, you know, she's right here right now, so. <laughs> I'm going with that. <laughs> the housekeeper. Yes. Yeah. Nothing against the housekeeper, but what the heck? <laughs> no, I didn't understand that one either. Yeah, that was um, that was a little, yeah. Where do you go with that one? I will. I will throw away everything. He he grew up where? East East Germany? Austria. No, Austria. Austria. Okay. Yeah. I was going to make East German bobsledding women jokes there, but well, just don't make little paper hangers from Austria jokes. All right, so moving oh. on from there, let's <laughs> the let's let's go into the the world of economics. Oh, but wait a second, wait a second. Well, okay, <laughs> I I really wasn't done with Weinstein. I mean, there's so much more fun and games. Well, he's, about. he's done. So, <laughs> well, I mean, for example, yeah. you know, we we just had Saturday Night Live. <clears throat> oh yes, okay. And and I I have to I have to say this was, I thought they were trying to make a joke. And then Le- less people watch that than watch NBC, uh, MSNBC. That's a frightening thought. Well, it's less letters. <laughs> um, but it turns out that Lauren Michaels, who um, still runs Saturday Night Live after, you know, 100 years, um, was asked, um, hey, dude, you know, you didn't even mention Harvey Weinstein. And, uh, and Lauren Michaels said, well, you know, we, we gave him a little slack because, you know, he's from New York. And you could have heard the collective WTF from the entire universe. Is it as if the force itself had said, what the? Because, you know, as you might imagine, uh, one of their favorite targets is our current uh, occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, who, in fact, is uh, six years older and was born a mere seven miles from Harvey uh, in that wonderful uh, state of New York, in fact, that wonderful city of New York City, um, seven miles apart, their hospitals were. So uh, I guess you know we're we're back to that uh, you know he ain't on our team, so uh, we're going to have that double standard. You know, because I mean, think about it. if you if you if Saturday Night Live said we're not going to pick on anybody from New York, um, half the shows wouldn't have aired because they were, you know, picking on the mayor, multiple mayors over the years. Um, but yeah, I, I heard that, and I, I, I literally was staring at the screen, going, "I'm sure I didn't read that right. I'm sure that was a joke." Uh, but uh, yeah, they, they gave him slack because he's a New Yorker. But uh, well, they're not the only ones giving a slant. Google, um, I did a little search, uh, you know, very unofficial, non-scientific quick search. Um, if you searched for Harvey Weinstein's name, uh, most of the most of the search results were about how the allegations might cost him his job. This was prior to him actually losing his job. Um, at the very same time, if you did searches on Google for, uh, for the president, 
you would find most of the articles were New York Times and CNN and MSNBC, and about 90 plus percent of them were negative. Um, so, you know, everybody's got their own axe to gore. I, I heard this morning, I think it was, that, um, oh, who is the, O'Keefe supposedly uh, got somebody <coughs> under the covers or under the Whoa, under the no, radar. No, that is what Weinstein did, and that's how he got in okay. trouble. <laughs> let's let's say under the radar of the New York Times, and basically uh, has got another bombshell out there. If I can remember to find it, I'll add it to the show notes. But basically, telling everybody in the world what we already know. You know, basically the little big obvious that you know the New York Times uh, is agenda driven as opposed to news driven. Huh? I'm shocked. I know. Aren't we? Round, all? round up. Shocked. What? There's gambling here? I'm shocked. Round up the usual suspects. <laughs> hey, you know what? I bet you I could bake you a cake and you'd enjoy it. Maybe they'd take the shock off. Yeah, that, that would that would do it. You don't want a cake? I would bake you a cake. I'll, I'll take the cake. I bet both of you. Well, okay, for all of my gamer people out there, the cake is a lie. So, <laughs> there you go. The cake is a lie. And speaking of cake, mm-hmm. there was a cake that caused quite a stir. Mm-hmm. And it cost uh, a, a couple, you know, their their livelihood, which was baking, because mm-hmm. they refused service. Which, you know, in the world of capitalism, you're supposed to be able to do, whether it is right or wrong, which happened uh, all the time long time ago, and they, you know, the people stood up and they made a statement, and that is how you got real change versus, uh, you know, my side versus your side, which it mm-hmm. seems like is happening today, as uh, when the opposite happened, and, you know, people that were the opposite, well, I, if, if you were, if you are gay, is the opposite straight? Yes. I guess so. So they went into a, a shop and they were berated by the owner to get out of his shop, which, mm-hmm. you know, he had the ability to do. It's just that's the coverage and the responses were very, very different. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Cause, I mean, there used to be signs in, in um, restaurants and shops Bars. that say, yeah, that would say, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason. Very true. And it was kind of the out, so, you know, if a drunk walks into the bar, the bartender could say, look, I'm not going to serve you. You've already had enough. Get out. I don't want to be responsible. Uh, I don't even have to give you a reason. Yeah. You know, maybe you just don't like the look of him. You think maybe maybe he's up to something. Makes you uncomfortable. It's a little shifty. I mean, I think you should do that in a nice way. Yeah, I know, coming from me, right? <laughs> I, I have felt nothing but your <laughs> tender words. <laughs> over the past couple of years, <laughs> <laughs> it 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 it, hey, is, it is true, hey. folks. The 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 level of respect and admiration and camaraderie that has existed between the goon and the chief is is pretty epic. I I I wondered and just set because I'm a lot shorter. I kind of look up to both of them, and um, <laughs> and it's um it's been it's been you know my pleasure to watch. This this close, congenial, collegiate, brother. I, I'm sorry, I can't do the same work. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. 
You, excuse me, I have, me to, sick. I have I to go. I have to go throw up now. That was a little too saccharine even for me. You know, you know, I'm diabetic. I can't have that much sugar. <laughs> uh, I have to put that big shovel away. Maybe I just get the little shovel out next time. Okay. Yeah, but it's uh, um, we 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 of course joke, but it it is pretty sad. I mean, um, we we try to keep this as a family show, and I will include the link. Um, but some of the conversation from the coffee shop owner who is in fact gay uh, to a group of Christians who weren't there to preach they had merely come in for coffee um, the level of vitriol is astounding um, but there are, you know there's one particular gay uh, newspaper that was referring to the coffee uh, shop owners as a hero my take is much like the chiefs both proprietors have a right of refusal. I cannot make the cake for you. I don't want to serve you coffee. And that's that. If enough people do it and word gets around, hey, these people don't make cakes for same-sex marriages and this guy doesn't serve coffee to straight people, then the straight coffee drinkers will find another place and the gay couples will find a different place and that will have an economic effect. Because I think that's where you are going with this, Chief, right? Is, is let the economics drive it. Correct. Because Absolutely. If if you're saying, I mean, again, the they said it's offensive and I don't agree with it, and there you have to go. And that was what both of them said. You know, they mm-hmm. said I don't, I don't like your your anti-abortion stance. I want you to leave. I find that offensive. Okay, then that's what you find, and <laughs> I I have the responsibility of leaving. I mean, he didn't have to go as far as he did, but. Because you know, if if they were of other ilk, they they may things may have gotten rowdy at that point. But I mean, it's, he was he was thankfully not dealing with hood rats, because I I know if uh, <laughs> me or my cousins were there, <laughs> it would have gone a, a much different way. <laughs> You'd have gotten the coffee, is what you're saying? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> He'd well, have gone behind the counter and poured it himself. <laughs> all of the coffee. <laughs> He'd have been rolling the coffee machine out the door. It would have ended up on World Star Hip Hop. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well played, well played. Well, you know, um, again, you know, this is the kind of thing that's you know eventually going to cost some people some money. Um, on the subject of money, it is interesting to see um, that um, the media has suddenly, within the last year. Um, concerned itself with fiscal responsibility from the point of view of the government um, I did find it amusing that CNN uh, was very upset uh, back to uh, back to the vice president and his little um, visit to uh, his short visit to uh, Indianapolis um, that CNN uh, you know went out and said well you know that whole flight pensed out to the to the game for that stunt they love that word stunt you know that uh, that uh, Pence was uh, pulling some kind of uh, shenanigans you know that cost two hundred and forty two thousand dollars and not once uh during uh august of 2013 when the president flew to martha vineyard on one plane and the first lady flew to martha's vineyard was it three hours later on a different plane and then the first dog Bo, uh flew the following day up to martha's vineyard on a frickin 
Harrier jump jet or some other vertical takeoff vehicle. They were all just very crazy about the fact the dog got to fly a VTOL. Um, nobody seemed to think that was an excessive uh, expense of uh, you know federal spending. But again, you know we're we're back to partisans and partisan ideologues, and you know it's okay if my team spends buku bucks, and uh, it's horrible when your team spends a dime. It's ridiculous, and I, I mean, agree. Th- this is this goes back to, you know, Bush the second when he he decided to go on a spending spree, and what happened? Many of us were like, "What the heck are you doing? Why isn't Ron Paul president?" That's I that but that's just me personally. I I know I know there are others. It's, it's not it's not just you. <laughs> <They're> well, <laughs> I wish it had been somebody other than Ron Paul. Um, you know, uh, I. Well, it wasn't Ron I, Paul, so you don't have to worry. Well, <laughs> <But>. <laughs> well I mean, you know, at the time. But, um, yeah, uh, George W. Bush um, tried to, to create this, you know, con of the of the compassionate conservative. That Okay, that's just a conservative that spends money the way he wants to spend money. Um, frankly, the Bushes have never been conservative, any of them. No, they're um, country club Republicans. Right. Um, so spending other people's money came easy. And... Uh, you know, he got us into a, a war. Uh, the first one, you know, look, we had a goal. Okay, the, it turns out the bad guys were doing all their stuff in Afghanistan. We're going to go in there and, and you know, <laughs> hopefully do better than the Russians. Um, obviously remains to be seen because we're still freaking there. Um, did we really need to go after um, Iraq? I don't know. A hundred years from now, they'll finally figure this one out because, frankly, nobody ever knows at the time things are going on. Um, but we spent billions, and you know, it's okay. Well, because you know, war and 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 all that good stuff that supposedly you know Republicans gather around and bang the drum. Because again, he's he's our guy. Well, he's not my guy because, frankly, I'm not a Republican anymore. Um, here, here. But it's you know, and <laughs> so. In comes Obama, and of course he's the other side, and they're all like, yay, our team won, and well, you know, he pretty much doubles the debt all by himself, and, and all of a sudden, you know, all that bad money that, that Bush spent is okay, because we're, we're, you know, we're, we're stimulating stimulus this and stimulus that, and frankly, all we're doing is taking money out of the federal coffers and throwing it into the labor union coffers, who then return it to the Democrats as donations, and nothing really ever changes. It's really sad. It really truly is. is. Yep. We, uh, you know, <laughs> one last thing on politics. I uh, I had to get a chuckle today. Uh, Representative Al Green from Texas, who has not once but twice in the 10 months of the Trump administration filed articles of impeachment. Um, he did in fact, shelved them for about a week in honor of the Las Vegas tragedy. But um, but he's, he's, he this morning came back and has uh, resubmitted his articles for impeachment to the uh, to the floor of the House. And I am I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing how um, how that works out for him. What what um, does he do? We know what he says. The president has done. He said it. the The president does not have to do anything that breaks the law. Right. He said the president just has to make me feel bad and he has done so. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And you know, 
Well, if that were really the case, then I should have written articles of impeachment for uh, President Obama, like on his first day in office. I think that's when these articles came out initially. I mean, that's because it was the whole. It was the whole. The whole election made uh, Representative Green feel bad. So um, we're sorry that he feels bad. I, um, I'm not sorry. Yeah, me neither. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sorry. You're alone. I, on this one. Much, much like, much like the person I picked for Shame Shame Saturday this past week. Mm-hmm. I'm ashamed to be of the same species as this guy. <laughs> wow, that's um, that's pretty strong. Um, I'll be honest with you, uh, folks. Uh, one of the links that I'm going to recommend everybody read. I, I'm not telling you what to do because you know I'm not showing any privilege here. Um, but there's a link from thefederalist.com, um, and uh, if you get a chance to read it, um, one of the big things I took away from it was, and I'm going to use this as a direct quote um, because I think it's a good way for us to kind of pull everything together and tidy it all up. Um, the uh, The article uh, was written by a gentleman uh, named Bethune, I believe. Um, and he finished off the article basically by saying this. Both the left and the right need to stop, start fighting for ideas again instead of fighting for people. When we do, we can elevate the dialogue by focusing on evidence and reason. We can get things done that represent not only Trump's or Obama's America, but the people's America. It would be nice to get back to a point when Mr. Bethune's um, premise here that we were the people's America um, would be would be a place to be. Um, we can we can hope that that turns out, and uh, I hope you all had a, a good laugh at us and uh, maybe uh, got some thoughts. Uh, that you can think on. Good night. 